Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hi, this is Luke Robitaille from the LA Kings, and listen to King's Realm. I think they actually do know what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the King's Realm Pod. We are back after the Thanksgiving hiatus. The Kings still have a tight grip on last place, sitting at 9-14-1. But could things be looking up? <laughs> I love the tight grip on last place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While we were out, the Kings smoked a peace pipe in Chicago, got bit by the Preds in Nashville, made St. Louis sing the blues, came home to get crushed by a seven-goal avalanche, allowed the Canucks to Vancouver the spread, but finished off strong by greasing Edmonton and going full Captain Ahab, Ahab in our revenge against the Canucks. Wow. That, that was a mouthful. It's almost like, that's what she said. <laughs> uh, it's almost like we went on this hiatus just so you can get that many puns in one paragraph. It was tough. It took many <laughs> toilet sessions to come up with all those. <laughs> uh, also, we talk about some bright spots on the team. And what's the deal with Kovalchuk's playing time lately? Props to Dennis. This is harder than it looks. <laughs> Don't give him too much props. On that note, I am Jordan Heckman. That is James Whitlock. Because we are the best friends that anyone's ever had. <laughs> uh, Dennis, what? No. Michael Tim. No. Okay. Well, they're out. They both have herpes. That's weird. Yeah, that's what happens when you share the same mic. Touche. In your mouth. Well, let's get right into it. We've got a lot to cover in a short amount of time. Yeah, we're going to blow through the uh, previous game since I think we missed like 10 while we were out. <laughs> 10, 20, I don't know. Well, let me carry the two on the puns. <laughs> <laughs> James, let's uh, start with Chicago. What do you think? Well, I'm glad you gave me a, a win to start with. You're welcome. <laughs> it's a, a shootout win. We we did uh Our did first have, of the year. Yeah, this first chance we had a chance to see uh, Hagelin in a Kings uniform. Although, uh, spoiler alert, later, uh, recorded three shots on goal and two hits. We won in a shutout, so I think we're uh, 100% on shutouts this year. Yep. That's good. Cal Peterson gets his first win, so that's great news. That is great news. Great news. On to the Nashville Predators. Uh, FNUF played his 1,000th career game. Cool. He has the worst plus minus in the league. Anyways, the Kings uh, look solid in the first two periods against a very good national team, and then the third period happened. Wah, wah. Yeah. Uh, the Kings allowed... I'm not even going to like pretend like I know how to say this guy's name. Jarn Croc? Sure. Yarn Croc? Not going to play here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his first career hat trick. Um, we started off the game pretty damn good. And well, then... we were at the poker tournament, so we had it up... 
is we stuff. Well, I, I say we, and I was the only guy there. Um, so it looked like, from what I could see, the Kings had control in the game for most of it. And then they, uh, I don't know, just it, it was a pretty tight game. And, it, and I'll bet, I'll tell you what, better than what I expected to see the Kings do in this game. I mean, That's we, fair. we all called a strong loss on this game. Yep. And for them to control the pace of the game, or at least the scoring for two thirds of the game, uh, you got to give them credit for that. In the words of the real half, that's so Kings. I've heard that a lot this week. Yeah. Just this year in general. Oh, this one's fun. Okay. Uh, St. Louis Blues. Uh, Matt Leff scores his first NHL goal. Congratulations. On a 2-0 a win. A 2-0 win, yep. Shutout. Peterson gets his first shutout. Of the season. Does that mean? Does that mean? Shotgun shutouts. Oh, man. All right, this is for Cal Peterson in his first NHL shutout of his career. Hashtag shotgun shutouts. This is great pod. Jordan slams a big one. There you go, buddy. Worth it. Absolutely. And Hagelin scores his first point as a king with the assist on Luff's goal. So a lot of great things happening in this game. Looks like there's uh, some pretty strong momentum. Very strong momentum. But wait, there's more. For the avalanche. A couple good things. Uh, Wagner scores his first NHL goal. Uh, Wagner and Luff also both uh, record two points in the game. Uh, goal and assist each. Um, but unfortunately, the Kings couldn't kill a penalty to save their asses, only killing one of four avalanche power plays. Yeah, that led to a uh, 7-3 loss. A shellacking, some might say. <laughs> shellacking. <laughs> I'm glad we were out of town for that one. Yeah, we heard the score when it was over. We were just like, yeah, that's bad. That's like a shitty football game, 7-3. to three. It doesn't help that we had to uh, spend our entire week of Thanksgiving with Golden Knights fans um, who have had no problem scoring this past two weeks. <laughs> I will give props to Scott and Jesse because they are very, very gracious Knights fans. Like They don't like you know, put, put it in your face or anything like that. You know? So I have a question. Yes. What minus the jersey on the tiny dog? Yeah, what that would suck. What do you think of? Uh, is there is there really any bright spot to this game? To this game, I mean Wagner and Luff, the kids. Wait, what? Wagner and Luff. What? I'm confused. What's going on here, Jerry? <laughs> I have a question. Yes. What What was good about that? They both. Produced points when the rest of the team couldn't. Wait, what? What are you doing? <laughs> it's an old Wilson trick. <laughs> Shout out to Lucinda on that one. That was uh, that's her game. She likes to play. Oh <laughs> wow, wow! I just got hosed on that. Yeah. I promised I would do it. That's fair. Does that mean we can't cuss for this episode? Because she's going to listen. <laughs> I don't think we can say any worse than Jesse, right? All right, fair enough. <laughs> uh. Okay, moving on. Vancouver, come on, get some blood back in. We didn't lose by that much. <laughs> <laughs> right, Kings Kings had a 60-40 win on the faceoff, so that's good. That's good momentum going in. Had a power play goal. 
Dowdy and Love get the two goals of the game. Uh, Dowdy ends a 0-16 stretch on the power play. So that helps, uh, but we did also help Vancouver end an eight-game losing streak. Sounds wah, like this. Wah. Yeah. That's so Kings. <laughs> That's so Kings. TM. 22 shots on goal, man. That's just not going to get it done. Nope. Never. I mean, Vancouver only had 29, but, I mean, you got to look at more quality chances. Sure. Um, I think they had better looks I mean, that's obviously game. not the, you know, end-all stat, but. No, but it, it is it is one of those things that I've always looked at. Uh, you know, you go back to, to previous games, and they're, they're putting more shots on goal, you know, averaging about 27, 28. Um, I think 30 is the magic number. Yeah, to dip under that, it's. You're just not giving yourself enough chances, uh, especially when we don't have high powering, high powered scoring uh, plays. It, it, you know, we're we're relying a lot on the uh, dirty, dirty goals, goals in the front. So uh, you want to put pucks on net just to just to try and get something to happen, create some sort of chance, whether it's dirty or clean, doesn't matter. But good news, great news, great news. Uh, we beat the Edmonton Oilers five to two, and Dustin Brown scores his fourth, fifth, and sixth goal of the year. Uh, that's a hat trick, boys. That's a hattie. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a hat trick. Uh, Kubitar and Luff. I'm hearing that name a lot lately. Yeah. Matt Luff also scored. That's his uh, fourth goal in four games. Yep. Did I mention that two of Brown's goals came on the power play? No, you did not, oh, but well, you did now. There it is. Uh, the Kings finally ended a five-game losing streak at home. Nah. And like we said earlier, don't look now. Luff has scored four goals in four games. So, question for you. Answer. You you brought this up on our thread. Um, you mentioned that you didn't feel like there's a lot of hats on the ice for Brownie. Um, I don't think they show that anymore on TV. Like, anytime I've seen a hat trick in the past couple of years, I feel like they cut away, they go to replays, they go through stats and they they try and use that time for the network and not really show that but i remember back maybe back before you watch hockey uh i remember that <laughs> so like six years ago yeah they, there was uh, a little iron on the ice seven they would show the hats on the ice oh and yeah they show sure. them picking them up and and you would see i mean you go back last year you have brownie putting the hat over his helmet that was so awesome <laughs> and taking fives along the bench uh yeah, you just don't see the hats on the ice. I think well, he got a lot. Well, to be fair, my buddy at work, uh, Caps fan Kyle, um, he took a screenshot of the television when they had had like panned to it re- really quick- quickly. It didn't obviously show the whole ice, but there was only like seven hats on the ice. Yeah, and they're cleaning them up as it comes. Sure. So, I mean, there's probably a ton in the bucket. Yeah. I think if you were at the game, tweet us, let us know. Did you think there was enough hats on the ice for Brownie? I feel like there was, but... Uh, yeah, that's just kind of the crap we talk about. Well, with the end of the sellout streak, who knows how many people were actually there. Yeah. Oh, sad. Yeah. Sad, sad, sad. Hey, uh, take us off on a good note, James. Okay. Well, then we'll end. Another good note. With, well, a semi-good note. Sure. It's a win. Yeah. But it's an OT win yeah, against given... a Pacific opponent. Yeah. So we did give up a point tonight uh, at at night of recording. Uh, but Brownie gets another goal in OT. Four goals in two games. And Ayo Follow gets a sick pass from Brownie off the boards in the slot. Beautiful shot. Whoa. Oh, man, it was beautiful. I was excited. 
Uh, both goals got me up off the couch. And that's uh, saying something. And cheering. What am I, a couch potato? No, because you're Jesus. you're laying back on the couch with your your hands over your head and sweet. a glass of scotch in the in in one hand, and it's it's tough to get you off. <laughs> it didn't Whoa. spill a drop. <laughs> I heard it. I'm gonna pass by it. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I but appreciate that. You know what? We sat at um at a one oh game for a long time and I told you when we were early in the third, like I hate one oh games. Those words came out of your mouth. These these <sighs> these long stretches with no goals and not capitalizing on um scoring opportunities, it just puts us in a bad spot but and, and you not, lose momentum. Not to beat a dead horse, but that is so king. It's like just Scoring that one goal and then relying on defense and then allowing a late goal in the third to tie it up. It's just like, it's so frustrating, but it's like we've seen it for the past four years. Yeah. I, I it, It's like a broken record, but we came out with the win. It, good news. I just, I felt bad for Cal. He had a great, uh, great run for a, for a shutout and, um, the team, the team had scoring opportunities, but I mean, you were looking at, uh, at one point, uh, Vancouver leading shots on goal of eleven to two in the third, and and the Kings just needed to generate more opportunities and yeah. and just support it more. Like with a two goal lead, you can play a more defensive game, sure, and and you have a better opportunity of holding that. So speaking of Peterson, and I'm not sure what his situation is with Quick coming back. I think he, he's going to back him up at least until Jack Campbell's um, back from his meniscus injury. But if you get the chance. When we're back in L.A., you should definitely go see Cal. Go see Cal. Go see Cal. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> uh, worth the setup. Worth the setup. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're great together, see? Uh, it's, it's a just, great show so far. It's not the same without Dennis just like with his hands in his, or his head in his hands just shaking his head. Just like this fucking, <laughs> this guy. These idiots. Yeah, these idiots. This is what I have to deal <laughs> no, with. Children, I think is what we hear. Children, yes. <laughs> So I uh, I expect to see more support um, in scoring, and you know it, it leads to uh, leads to another thing we we talked about was um, the the young guys getting opportunities on on the uh, yeah on the ice, and and I like it. And and we're talking about Cal before we get off that. I don't I don't know. It's it's going to be a tough call. Do you do you get Cal more opportunity to play? at a lower level where he's playing every game or do you give him every third or fourth game up at the NHL level and let him play with the team? You want to know my opinion? Of course. That's why I ask. Okay. So quick's got a pretty gnarly injury history, right? Mm -hmm. He's back up. He needs to get back into playing shape. He's been out 50, 50. (laughs) No, not even 50, 50 for, for the first couple weeks have, Quick, back up Cal. Why not? It gets Cal. I'm, I'm not sure how, how it works with... I, I think Cal's got a two-way contract, right? Yeah. So he can be sent down at any time, and he is waivers exempt. So you can move him up and down however you need him to. But um, I think you give him the shot. He's 4-3 and three as a starter. Uh, he's had a couple of rough games, but he's a rookie. And those couple of rough games were against high-powered teams, Avalanche, Nashville. Um, they score a lot of goals. I think you give him a shot and get him in those games where he's going to have to step up like that, and it's going to give him the confidence to play better for the rest of his career for the game. So the Kings team we need to support him on that is the Kings team we saw playing Edmonton because they took what is 
arguably the best player in the NHL right now, and they really made him ineffective. Neutralized like, him, yeah. There was no McDavid in that game no. um, to to where where it just tipped the scales in any way whatsoever. So seeing the team back up or seeing the team play like that allows Cal the chance to do what he does. And gets in, in space. In today's NHL, the best defense is a good offense. If you're in their zone the majority of the time, your defense doesn't have to do a lot and your goalie doesn't have to do a lot. Yeah. Obviously, the Kings need to move in that direction more, and that's the conversation we've had for the past several years. But it's starting to happen. There's a little more young blood in there. Sure. So, um, but on the flip side, when we talk about more scoring, uh, you can't have that conversation with talking about Kovalchuk. So, what are your thoughts on the lack of minutes? Although he gained, I think, three minutes tonight. Yeah, he was at 620 against Edmonton and 905 um, against Vancouver. And when Desjardins was asked about it after the Edmonton game, um, I think it was kind of a bullshit answer. And I can say that because he's not going to be here next year because he's the interim coach. Um, He said he didn't like the matchup of the line that was going against them. Which, I mean, you can say that for a certain extent, but to sit him out the whole third period especially when we had the lead for a while. Um, I thought he he was going to get traded, to be honest with you. He wasn't on the ice for the third period at all. I, I figured, you know, he waived his no-trade clause and he was going to get sent to Toronto or something like that. Well, you know, in other sports, you'll see it too, where someone gets sat for specific reasons, and we don't know the reasons, but um, he's typically not a defensive player. So Not when, at all. When you need a defensive player, you, you're playing a defensive game, you're trying to maintain a lead. Um, I don't necessarily think the alarm should be going off when when he doesn't play that last period um, because you're not looking to put – That's fine if you want to make that argument, but he only records six minutes and 20 seconds in the first two periods. That's different. I think part of the problem is, is he is now tied uh, for the highest points on the team with Dowdy at 14. And he has the second lowest plus minus in the league above enough. Um, yeah, <laughs> pretty bad. And I, I, I understand pl- plus minus is kind of an archaic stat, but it only intensifies that when you're the highest point scorer on a team. You, you can't do both and then think, right. you, and think you, you can play defense. And in the KHL, he didn't have to play defense. And Even when he was in, in the, the NHL, NHL before, yeah. he didn't have to play defense. And I don't know if Rob Blake thought he was going to be able to step up and play defense or if he even sold Rob, Rob Blake and him being able to step up and, and play defense or if we thought we are going to change our, pro, our, our system that much. We're like, no, we're going to be offensive-based. We're still, as much as it sucks to say, we st- are still a defense-first team, although it hasn't looked like it a lot this season. But Yeah, so... I, I don't necessarily think the alarms should be going off on that specific game. Um, tonight he got nine minutes on ice. And if he goes up another three next game, nobody's even talking about this anymore. No, and we, we didn't think he was going to play more than 15 minutes a game. But it really hurts to see $6.25 million sitting on the bench. 
It does. And, for and, the majority of the game. But that's sports, too. Like, sure. you, you look at a, what a player can contribute, not what you're spending on him. Like, yeah. don't feel like just because you spent that kind of money that you've got to get this amount of time on ice out of the guy. Sure. Because you want him for a very specific reason. He's a he's a key player in offense. And he did get the, the, uh, the power play moments, power play minutes this game, I think about a minute 45. So mm-hmm. almost half. Yeah, and we didn't have a lot of power play in that Edmonton game, so no, uh, there wasn't. So that does cut his minutes down and as well. The, and and the power plays were split between periods and stuff like that, or we got a penalty on one of our power plays, so it was only like a thirty second power play. So it's kind of hard to justify that there. But against the Vancouver game, he got a decent amount of, of uh, power play time, and that's really what we brought him to the team for. Yeah, that, that and yeah, and scoring goals. So uh, I Do yeah, I think I think we're good. At this point, I don't think I don't think they're sitting him because they're shopping him. Um, Just one more avenue on that. Do, do you think he's he's sat because of an attitude problem or anything like that, or because he was like zero for fourteen in points the previous games? I, I don't think it was quite that much, but I don't know. I think I, it was no points in fourteen periods. Coaches do some crazy things to try and send messages. They, I mean, they make. They make bold decisions. To, I mean, benching his ass is the ultimate <laughs> ultimate message, isn't it? It is, and it it happens a ton in other sports. You'll see you'll see players uh, get healthy scratches for. Um, they'll see uh, basketball players get benched for yeah. attitude and and uh, if they're just not producing, then and they're not what the team needs at that moment, they'll take a seat. And that's that's just something you have to deal with in sports. It's got. I mean, to be honest, it's it's got to be pretty tough for Kovalchuk to go from the best team in the KHL. Winning um, the Olympic gold, mind you, was a diluted pool of players to go into literally the worst team in the NHL. Well, it's also there's a, a conspiracy in the KHL that we don't need to get into. But uh, <laughs> that team will Is win. Is that why you're wearing that tinfoil hat? That team will win every year. Sure. I'm just telling you. Yeah. Says Putin. Uh, so The KHL Putins. Yeah. <laughs> As it should be named. All right. Moving on, we got General Notables brought to you by Mrs. Zach. Quick's back. Quick is back. I think as back uh, again. as I said two seasons ago, our Lord and Savior, Jonathan Quick. Yeah. <laughs> it was good to see him on the bench. And as uh, Cal said in the post game, uh, good to have him in the locker room. That was the first thing he said. Yeah. Which so. is, a, I think, a huge deal. I mean, regardless of what they do, if they let Cal play for a little bit longer and quick back him up, I think just quick being back in the locker room. Um, and, and he's been out a couple times this year, and I think one of the biggest complaints, not complaints, but one of the biggest things that we said that's been missing is some sort of locker presence. So maybe that's going to help a little bit. But I, I'm excited to see him back. And um, Haglin has been put on the IR, and last I checked, Tanner Pearson has three goals in four games. you know what when players go to new systems though it gives them a fresh start a fresh opportunity and and a little excitement so um good for tanner especially when they get that first goal i mean look at matt luff he had four goals in four games i think when you get that first goal and whether it's a new team being brought up from the ahl or you're sent to a, a new team via trade i think you have some sort of want to prove yourself and once you hit that i think you just want to do it again and again and again so Honestly, I'm happy for him. I me too. Me too. And and I got a special place in my heart for Pittsburgh. So uh that's uh that's good news. Hey, I want to go back real quick. Uh we did 
for the first three games uh, from the last episode, we did call our our winners and losers, and it looks mm-hmm. like uh, if we check the record, it looks oh, like shit. James Whitlock no, three for <laughs> gets three points on the board. Keep in mind that James lives very close to the studio, and he has access to the studio twenty four seven. So I don't know if he's changed that whiteboard. No, there's there's audio recording of this, so okay. I, I think we're covered there. But yeah, three points. Pretty excited about that. Jordan got two. Dennis with two, and Michael gets one. That's about par for the course. So that was your update. We did not do the week after because we are on hiatus, but we'll uh, we'll just take those out or give everybody the same amount of points to make it That's fair. fair. If only we knew who was keeping track of this. Right. I think Michael is, which is not good because I think he has the least amount of points. You know what's going to happen? We're going to have to go He's through. He's like epi- the banker in Monopoly. This is bullshit. We're going to have to listen to the last five minutes of every episode and uh, at the end of the season and spend like four hours trying to We need calculate a fucking this. intern. This is what we need. We should uh, have, pass that on to our stats guy. Yeah. Oh. Tell man. that monkey to start smashing <laughs> keyboards and get these things down. Uh, All right. So what else do you have? Fantasy. Fantasy. fantasy hockey. Fantasy hockey. We got a big matchup this week. You like talking about fantasy because you're at the top. I lost for the first time last week to Slobberknockers, to Vic. Six to five, though. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't a bad loss. Well, it's a loss is a loss. I, I, no, because you still get points. Loss is a loss. Okay. But we, I've got a big matchup. Or there's a big matchup in our league this week. Talk about it. Let's not talk about me all, all the time. But, I mean, we can. Well, because you're going to talk about your matchup. Because I'm the best. <laughs> so matchup this week, I guess you're talking about uh, your team versus Travis's number yeah. one versus number two. There was some trash talking earlier, Ooh. and I, I'm surprised he hasn't started trash talking again. But oh, that's right, I'm up seven three. Um, <laughs> that's right. me. That, that's me knocking on wood. I uh, know. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, Travis has got a good team. Uh, my best players out. Um, Here come the excuses. Go ahead. So, no, it's fine. Go ahead, Jordan. I've got a strategy to beat him this week. Don't worry about it. I'm He's not got a strategy of fantasy football. I love it. <laughs> it's hockey, but you know who's, who's counting. Okay, so top three, Jordan, Travis, and Victor in the top three. And I'll tell you what, itty-bitty gritty committee, Eric, the Portuguese hammer. After dropping, he's worked his way back up. In number four. So that that whole middle section there, that the whole midsection is very very tight. I mean, at, between fourth and eighth, it's a two point difference. Yeah, it, it is really tight. So it's it's going to be a next couple of weeks are going to be important. But uh, the flagship show does hold three and four right now, um, and in fifth you've no, got fourth and seventh, fifth and seventh, three and four. Oh, the flagship. Yeah, flagship oh, yeah. show. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and then fifth you have. James, uh, yours truly, uh, and we have Sean. My other nemesis. Sean, who is the king of last year. In sixth, seventh is Dennis. Mr. Middle of the Pack. Kempe's PIM is our goalie expert. Zach, You dropped the the question mark, too. He dropped the question mark, so I'm going to drop it, too. Uh, He's in eighth. Michael Timoney in ninth. And look at this resurgence of Jay Flats in 10th place. I think he heard that what are, he is. What are the chances that he's playing, though? I just talked to him. Oh, really? Okay. At the event. <laughs> so he might have stepped in and 
and started playing. And then we have in eleventh place is Brandon. Brandon, come on, man. Brandon, you got to step, step it, up. it up, bro. At least you're beating the Ducks fan. And it, I'm glad you said that because in 12th place is Emilio. Oh man, at least Ducks there's... fan Keith, you are in last place. So that's your fantasy update this week. Uh, we have, I have, uh, I'm playing Sean this week, and right now I believe it's a six-five matchup. Oh, it's a five-four matchup, so it's pretty tight. I really, but we're, for you, James. I think we're one point apart, so it's going to be. It seems like we're just going to trade yeah, you points. Are. Wow. Yeah, so it, I don't see us having any movement unless uh, unless one of us has some breakout days here. What's going on next week? What's going on with Philly dumping their GM? Ron Hextall. Man, it is not a kind year, 2018, for no. head well, coaches that's, that's and now GMs. Four Canned coaches, four canned coaches, and a and a GM, and a GM this just early. to top it off. Yeah. So we've got the Kings, obviously, who started the uh, tradition trend. Yeah, right. Uh, we've got Chicago. Call us Quinville. Um, we've got Edmonton. We've got St. Louis. Coach is gone, and then we've got the Flyers. And and there's a lot of talent on that Flyers team. Granted, I think. Van Riemsdyk has been out. Van Riemsdyk. Yeah, he's been out for a while, and uh, he's actually on my fantasy team and really not doing anything since he's been back. Like, two shots on goal tonight. So, really not... Those um, are Haglund numbers. Not showing up, and Haglund's on the IR, so... <laughs> You're <true>. bad. <laughs> no, I know. No, no, I meant Van Riemsdyk's. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not saying it right. <laughs> it's fine. Until he starts producing, he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Listen to our show? Catch me? I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Uh, so, the only winner on that team is Gritty. Which, you know, I, I thought about how funny would it be to, to have a picture of the president's door and Gritty in a suit and his hair combed, ready for an interview <laughs> for a GM. For a new GM position. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. As good as that social media account is, I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. Right? Why am I coming up with this? You should have done it yesterday. Yeah, you're an idiot. Yeah, right? Oh, you weren't supposed to hear that. <laughs> That's all right. I'll go with it. Okay. Um, I, I really don't listen to anything you say anyway. Uh, <laughs> so this week coming up. Neither do I. Do we get to pick? I, I mean, nobody texts us their picks for this week. Do no? we get to pick theirs? Yeah, what is it? 10 10:45 right now in the pm so okay. i'm going to i'm going to go ahead it's getting serious when james takes the mic off the the mount yeah we got to i got to get mobile here i got to get a pen mobile we got to write this Agile. stuff down oh, are we not quoting remember the titans you can poor I'm opie in go mode poor opie gets killed in prison all right talk to me who do we have mm. Thursday, we finish up our uh, Canada trip. We've got Edmonton on Thursday. We've got Calgary on Friday. Suck it, James Neal. Sunday, we're back home with the Carolina Panthers. They're pretty bad. And uh, Tuesday, pod day, we've got the Arizona Coyotes. 
You beat me to it. <laughs> Sound like that carrot had something stuck in his throat. Do you say the Carolina Panthers? No, I said, yeah, I did. You did. <laughs> I died. I did. <laughs> I'm looking for the magnet. <laughs> uh, Who do we have Thursday? James isn't, or James, Dennis isn't here to make fun of me and correct me. The Carolina uh, Hurricanes. Okay. The return of Justin Williams. Oh. I, I totally said the Panthers. What a douchebag. <laughs> this is what happens when they're not here. This is what happens when you don't watch hockey. James doesn't get it. For more than six. Hey, to be fair, I don't watch East Coast hockey. Hashtag West Coast bias. In your face. <laughs> Suck it. Suck it, media. Suck it, TSN. All right, talk to me. You're going to go first. Uh, is Camp Talbot still the goalie for Edmonton? You should have done your research. Yeah, he's terrible. Win so, or loss? So that's a win. Calgary. Loss. Either Carolina or the Panthers. Your choice. Win. Arizona. Overtime loss. 2-1-1. One, and one. All right. I'll take that all damn day. James is going win, win, win. Really? Win. 4-0! 4-0! Hey, listen, it's got to start somewhere. And if you're optimistic, uh, you got you got quick coming back. Uh, after uh, Sunday, we might have Velarde coming in. Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah, he'll be two weeks. In, in no, he, he, has, he has about a week, a little over a week, for them to figure it out. They got three games with him which I believe the last game is Sunday. They can opt in for two more games, which takes them to, uh, I mean, not any of these games, but we should see him soon if he's going to come over. Who knows? I mean, if he if he's healthy and he is who he is and he is who he drafted, I think I think you, tr- you try it. You put him in. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean. We can't do any worse. Let him get some ice time. Let him get some experience. Why not? Yeah. Like you said, we can't do any worse. It's the, I mean, it could be a here's, shot in the arm that. Here's, here's the thing. At this point where we sit, and we're, we're, we're in a sticky situation right now. Obviously, last in the league, last in the, in the Pacific. But the Pacific is arguably in disarray right now. Yes. I don't know the point difference right now, but it's not as far as you'd think it would be. Do we really want to start winning games at this point? Are you talking about next year's draft? Yeah. Yeah, we want to start winning games. Hell yeah, we do. Okay. We got to give we got to give these young guys a team to step into and and want to play. And we're also looking to bring over, you know, if you watch the show or listen to the insider, uh Rosen, he talked about some of the players that are over in Europe. Uh-huh. That we're also looking to Bring over and um, yeah, and uh, this is the year we've to got sign. Will, yeah, but we've got Will Ferrell for that, so you know there is that in our back pocket. Yeah. But I, who wants to come to a losing team? Who wants to come to a team that's and uh, it's demoralizing. You've got Kovalchuk that came over this year, yeah, and to see the team tank and how how good is that uh, as a representation to these guys that are doing well in the leagues that they're playing in. But it could be the LeBron James effect where you could come in and you could take a storied franchise in their time of need and turn them around. Uh, it's a, that's a different story altogether. I, I don't think that plays right now. Um, no, not at all, but it sounds good. Because they're, the Kings aren't the Lakers. The Kings don't have the history of the Lakers. They used to have the same colors. 
They did. Yeah. Uh, they still play in the same place, but that's true. It's it, it's a different thing. Like you talk about, you want to talk about an, an original six team. Now I'll I'll buy into that. But that's fair. Um, but the Kings, I don't think have that clout to say. You know what? We're always a, a dynamite team, and and you want to. What play. about a sort of original twelve team? I mean, then we're in the conversation. But yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I mean, it's it. I don't think that's I, for these guys. I don't think they're looking at that. They don't play in the league now, so they're doing well in in the environment that they're in, um, and they're getting paid well. So why why make the jump? And and really, the concern is coming over and then getting assigned to AHL. Which tends to happen. So, sure. yeah, you. I mean, they want a guaranteed spot on the team. So there, there is something to be said about the Kings' ability to bring in these these high, highly coveted free agents. Just getting back to our our upcoming games, we're going to give, unless we hear otherwise, win loss win loss to Jordan. I'm sorry, to Jordan. Hi, <laughs> to Dennis and Michael. You guys are giving win loss win loss. You're going to go 500 this week, unless we get something before this episode airs. They're not going to go 500 because you put the wins and losses on specific teams. They could go over. Well, they're. I mean, they're giving a 500 week. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Is is what I'm saying. Got it. Which would be pretty good for this team. No, we need more than 500 right now. We need we need James's line to come true. Thanks, Captain Obvious. Yeah, so that that's why James is there for you. We have the potential to get to double digit wins this week, you guys. <laughs> that's so sad to say. That hurts. <laughs> it hurts to hear. <laughs> Nine wins. We have the potential to do it. Not like it's going to happen this week. As any other team, you can say, "Oh yeah, they'll get to double digit wins." I might go over. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Well, uh, anything else? Question. Yes. Back to back coming up. Yes. Jack Campbell's not back. Peter Budai has been sent down. Who gets to start in which game? Uh, I originally thought you go quick gets the next game um, against Edmonton. But with Peterson doing so well against Edmonton, maybe you give Peterson Edmonton and you give quick a stronger Calgary team. I think that's fair. How much does quick hate that, though? What's that? Just knowing that he's ready and sitting two games. I don't think he hates it at all. Okay. I think he's excited to see this kid play. And um, Quick's got to see a lot of talent underneath him. And I I think that's, uh, that's kind of exciting for a goalie that's been around for a while is to see some of these guys. And, and sitting on the bench and watching him perform tonight in the Vancouver game in Vancouver yeah. with some of the saves he made, I mean... How does that not inspire well, there you? Was at as least a two goalie? highlight real saves. One possibly save of the year. Yeah, thanks, he, to, thanks to Alec Martinez. Well, I think he makes that save either way. But oh, he does. Uh, it uh, for a veteran goalie to see a kid like that play. I think it maybe it inspires him as as competitive as he is though, and how much he wants to win for his team. Like how much like do you think he can sit on the bench and watch somebody else do that job for him? I I think he can. I think he's he's a team guy, and um, you know we heard in the past that that quick makes a push for you know what he wants to do, but ultimately sure. he's there for the team. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't think that plays too big of a part. He knows the job is his. He I knows think. he's the number one guy. Yeah. So there's no question there. So while you're getting better, 
you know that you've got a competent guy and a, and a stellar young guy who is like you're you're gonna take over the the reins for you. <laughs> See what I did there? Mm-hmm. And uh, spelled that. <laughs> well, it works. It plays linguistics. Audibly, it plays. <laughs> <laughs> we are a podcast. So <laughs> this is why we're not a blog. I yeah, I feel <laughs> I feel like it I feel like it works. And um watching him play Edmonton again and if the team can do what they did while Edmonton was here, it should be a good game and and that's my first two wins. Okay. Cuz quick shuts down Calgary. Yeah. No more than two goals. Is Matthew Kachuk back? Is he done being injured? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's scoring me a ton of points in fantasy. I want to see Craig beat the shit out of Kachuk. I don't know that he has it in him. I think he's got a swift nut shot in him. I think think that is Drew Doughty's job. I do, too, but is he going to do it? Yeah. Right now, what we need to do is stay out of the box. Because penalty kills not the best. Speaking of which, Kempe, hey, he's been staying out of the box a little bit. <laughs> well, yeah, bit I better. think they said you like your job, <laughs> you like that sweater, you might want to stay the fuck out of the box. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I came strong with that fun for a reason. Uh, Forbert, not my favorite guy right now, though. Giving up pucks left and right. Yeah, I think he might. Uh, I, I think he might lose his job to Fantenberg. He had a rough game tonight. Yeah, uh, Fantenberg was an extra tonight, and I think uh, Fantenberg uh, gets on. What I, Forbert's been playing on the second pairing. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, I like Fantenberg a lot. Let's see what he can do. Yeah, I saw Rempel on there too, so that was nice. Yeah. I, like, I want to see more out of him too. Mm-hmm. So I got nothing else. Rempel Stillskin. Well, I think we said a uh, I love. For tonight. I see. Yeah. Say that three more times. Hey, I know. I, I can barely get it out the first time. Good job, Foxy, for playing that one. Yep. Not bad. Uh, well, I guess we'll get out of here. Um, unless we got... No? I think that's it. I see your face. and You're thinking. I smell burning. Anyways, check out um, the Rams house. Rams. The Rams house. are really good. I would say check out the flagship show, Guys in Short Sports, but they are on a longer hiatus than us. Yeah, they're going to be out till the first of the year yes, for the holidays. they are coming back. We spoke to Jeff, host of the show, over the, the uh, Thanksgiving break, and they've got some exciting new things happening. And Jeffrey Wilson talked my kids out of being Steeler fans, and now they're running around saying, Rams house, all over my house. So uh, we'll talk about that one, Jeffrey. <laughs> Uh, check out um, Guys in Shorts FC. Nope, never mind. Don't do that. They're gone. Yeah, it's off season. Yeah, exactly. What else are they going to do? Oh, well, yeah, they're not gone, gone. They're uh, they're listening to the King's Realm, though. That's so. true. And we, we need to get Eric on the show. We should get Eric on the show. Or Vic. Or both. And Ben. Ben's a definite this year. Yeah. Guys, call us. <laughs> guys call us <laughs> or, or let's just see why can't we just call them let's just see when you tweet us after hearing this show <laughs> how yeah. long does it take for no, you to I'm, hear this i'm kind of mad at eric for cock blocking us with uh, adidas hockey but yeah well, adidas hockey call us yeah um, call us we're still saving space on our board uh for your sponsorship and space. um plenty of 
uh, jersey room on this rack here for a few more Adidas jerseys. We only have two and a ton of Reebok jerseys. Hopefully, Jess doesn't listen. You guys are, uh, you guys are family. Reebok, Adidas, CCM. You're all one family. But I mean, there's a little pride in, you sure. know, yeah, getting your own product out there. Perfect. I'll switch some jerseys out. They're not listening, James. Stop selling them. At, at Adidas Hockey. Does that tag work on on audio? No. no. Doesn't work? Uh, <laughs> Not in the slightest. <laughs> well, I'll try it. <laughs> uh, check us out on Instagram and the Twitter machine and Facebook. Oh, at Kings Realm Pod yeah, on at, the first two. At uh, Kings Realm Pod. Good luck on Facebook. What about MySpace? Nope. Tom won't let us back. Friendster. Don't know what it is. Okay. Cool. Uh yeah, that's it. We're done. Hey, subscribe and like the yeah, show. Subscribe, like, uh, leave a comment. Tell us how awful we are or how semi great we are. My brother's a Ducks fan and he subscribes to the show, so there's no excuse for Kings fans. Well, they're not blood, but <laughs> they're Kings fans. It's almost like blood. That's true. Touche. But seriously, leave a comment. Uh, we'll read it on air. May or may not be in Arnold's voice, or Arnold may or may not actually read it. Hopefully not. Over it, and I'm the one who does it. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Let's get out of here. All right, for Jordan Heckman and Dennis and Michael's herpes, I'm James Whitlock saying, "Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go! Go Kings, go!" I'll do it. I'll try it. Or just take an ending from a different show. (laughs) (laughs) No, because they can't be on the show with their herpes. Well, okay, so take the Derek Armstrong episode and the Alex Faust episode and take their voices and put it in instead of Michael and Dennis's. Good call. I'm going to try that. Okay.